You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello listeners. Welcome to the latest episode of Why Not Mint Money. I'm your host Jash Kriplani. Diversifying across asset classes is an effective way of bringing down the risk of your overall investment portfolio. In today's episode, we are in conversation with Kavita Menon, who is the founder of Profitus Wealth, on how multi-asset funds can help to diversify your investments and what should you keep in mind before investing in such funds. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Kavita, welcome to the latest episode of Why Not Mint Money. Kavita, today we wanted to chat with you with this category called the multi-asset funds. Can you take us through this category? What this category is all about? Why should investors be aware about this and why should investors be using this particular set of funds for their investments? So the first question, what are multi-asset funds? Uh, basically any fund that invests in several categories of asset classes. beat equity debt reits gold silver international equities combination of any of these because these are very different asset classes if they are all combined into one fund that is a multi asset fund for you right now multi asset funds typically have uh, ranges of investments allocations predetermined allocations for each asset class and then there is a rebalancing that happens whenever one asset class outperforms another so there is a rebalancing between debt equity gold etc so wherever the fund manager or their algorithms or their quantitative whatever techniques they are using whenever they signal a uh, rebalancing the assets are rebalanced within the fund right and they are managed with a long term view this is the the beauty of multi asset funds and this is one of their biggest advantages also what kind of investors why should investors look at something like this is because of many many reasons i mean i'll give you the most okay. important reason for choosing multi asset funds uh the first the most important reason is that uh these funds auto rebalance your portfolio what does this mean if any investor who has been investing in the markets over the last 20 years if you if you know you read there are so many articles on this that one of the 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 biggest factors of portfolio returns comes from asset allocation right and only second to that is product selection and uh, the other things that we give so much importance to right but asset allocation is the primary driver of returns so which means that you need to be diversified over asset classes so be it, you can't have a 100% equity portfolio you need to have some debt some gold so on so forth because over periods of time over cycles one or the other tends to outperform the other so on right. an average if you want to beat inflation then you need to be diversified over assets right these funds give you that diversification over assets but the most important thing they take away the headache of you rebalancing them right right okay what happens when we have to rebalance portfolios when investors have to rebalance portfolios there are two big uh you know disadvantages for an investor when he is trying to do an asset allocation the first is behavioral right okay what happens when let's say an asset is doing very well then there is a you know you feel you don't you don't want to sell out of those assets which are doing very well right. there is a Uh, you know reluctance to book out of a, a profit making asset 
okay so the profit booking doesn't happen in the other way there are behavioral aspects which stop you from even investing if there is a crash in a particular asset right okay let me give you an example when in march 2020 okay yeah. was the best time for any investor to put money into the equity markets but how many of us could actually have the heart to go out and put money right 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 so the behavioral aspect is this we are after all creatures we are herd yeah. we all have this uh, heuristics you know the herd mentality yeah so it is difficult to take action when it is actually needed so there is a behavioral problem and the second thing is an execution problem let's say you you actually are convinced that it is a time to invest you still need to do transactions to exit out of assets let's say aapko debt mein se equity mein dalna jab crash hua hai you have to take out money from there then reinvest yeah. this money into equity so there is an operational delay also okay right. all of this you have to manage while you're also doing your work life you're managing yeah. your home and whatever is happening in between yeah. in life right life yeah. happens so yeah. you have to do all this in between that so these two big disadvantages are completely eliminated in a multi asset fund right Right. right because the whole rebalancing takes place automatically within the fund either by a fund manager taking the decision or whatever are their parameters their risk parameters on the basis of that they will rebalance the portfolio so it takes away the element of yeah. behavioral bias and operational issues as well right right uh, so for client for all investors who want to sit back yeah. more than a fill it shut it forget it yeah of that type of investor who wants to invest in the inflation hedged assets but right. not take the headache of rebalancing sure sure okay also second thing the most important reason on a risk adjusted basis yeah multi asset funds are fabulous for uh, investors because um, you, you can they are comparable to <laughs> equity returns in terms of their long term portfolio returns but <laughs> the risk is nearly half okay Okay so that's the second reason you should invest in multi assets and the third thing is the tax benefit there are advantages of investing because every time there is a rebalancing happening inside the portfolio you don't pay taxes as an right. investor right so these sure. are the major advantages so people who, who feel that these are the advantages they also seek are right. the ones who should be in multi assets right right and kavita for the benefit of our listeners can you tell us that what are the asset classes that multi asset funds typically invest in so all the major asset classes will be covered in multi assets okay equity majorly debt majorly right gold or right. silver right or any commodity some of them have so there are there there is a bit of diversity even in multi asset funds one will have to look out for um whether the you know funds uh, structure allows for these other investments but one right. would either seek the advice of your um, financial advisor or you can read through the fact sheets you'll get an insight right uh, but there are differences so the first two parts equity debt definitely there sure. the third part there could be variations some will invest only in gold some will invest in silver also or any commodities allowed okay reits are there okay some some also allow for international investments reits are real so estate investment fund right investment trusts yes right right sure they are listed entities in the market and uh, there could be some investments in reits sure. in reits right, uh, right infrastructure trusts so those also sure 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 so that's the idea behind a multi asset fund it is to completely diversify your portfolio in one place rather than having multiple funds like have a debt fund separate gold fund separate it's just one place where but also kavita you know as a follow up question to this 
you know what about if in case you know i am an investor i want to uh, you know use a certain type of fund for my you know say short term needs so a debt fund i would rather have that separately right uh, so in that cases uh, you know where does multi asset fit in uh, is it more for your you know long term goals uh, you know like having a large retirement corpus is it more suitable for those goals or you know where does it fit in in terms of goal setting when we do goal setting for clients right there are as there are certain goals where we allocate 100% to equity okay so for example retirement planning for example we right. may not have other than let's say a, a salaried employee who's come for retirement planning you right. might have his epf is the only debt that he has and right. everything else that goes towards retirement is invested in equity right if that is the case this is not the fund for him sure sure right but supposing the same guy because his risk profile says i cannot invest everything into equities mm-hmm. i want to balance it out okay and then you come with an allocation which says okay 60% equity 30% debt 10% commodities right. or gold or whatever right. the allocation right right then instead of separately putting his money into three different baskets right sure having him to do three different sips yeah right of four different sips Right. would it not be great if you could just put everything together into one basket right and have right. this whole tax efficient structure there ready for them right 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 sure. so sure. even those with a medium tenure let's say right. it's not a 20 year investment somebody wants to sit for just 5 years or 10 years right. even for those investors this becomes a very good asset class because remember what i said about the volatility risk adjusted returns right yeah. i yeah. spoke about that right right if you look at multi asset returns the the volatility is much lower Sure, sure. Than, than a basket of all this put together. And uh, Kavita, you know, uh, you touched upon the tax efficiency of this product a couple of times. For the benefit of our listeners, can you, you know, uh, give some insight on how this is, you know, better in terms of taxation? Uh, so everyone is aware now that debt funds are fully taxable. Sure. We are all aware, right? Sure, From right. this financial year, right. debt fund returns are fully taxable. Right. Okay. Right. Um, so if I had to separately put money into equities, some separately into debt, yeah. some separately into gold, right? Then gold and debt, both of them are fully taxable in my hands at the highest marginal rate of tax that I fall into. Right, right, right. I can avoid this entire situation by investing into a multi-asset because multi-asset funds, as long as of course they have more than thirty-five percent in um, Indian equities, right, will. Have the taxation uh, taxation structure of twenty uh, percent with indexation benefit. Okay, sure. That indexation benefit over a long period of time makes it a very tax efficient instrument. Okay. Also, you can plan taxes. You you know, so, right. which is true even for debt funds right now because you don't pay taxes as you earn income, like in right. a fixed deposit. Right. You only pay taxes when you actually exit the fund. Right. At the time of realization of the. Yes. So you can right. plan your. Withdrawals. Let's say this is a part of my retirement fund. Then I can right. plan my withdrawals from sure. the fund and sure. pay taxes accordingly. Right, right, right. Anything else you would like to add? You know, especially with regards to the multi-asset category. What I tell investors is that have a portion of your overall assets in the multi-asset fund. Okay. 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 Uh, especially your growth uh, portfolio, the, the investments that you don't need to touch and don't okay. need to. Reallocate the kind of money that you want to actually just let it grow and stay uh, invested. Um, the reason why I do this, you you just made mention, you know, uh, should I put it for retirement or should I put it for a short term goal, etc. Right. Uh, 
sometimes people need funds immediately or for some liquidity needs the multi asset fund gives you a combination of growth with risk adjusted returns are better it gives you a combination of growth and low volatility right so it's uh, uh, while i i won't say that it is without risk and there is no drawdowns etc there could be drawdowns in multi assets yeah but uh, because they come with low volatility and because that means you can predict returns a little bit more Okay. Uh, better than it's in a pure equity fund. Right. Uh, right. One portion of their assets should be in a multi-asset fund. So right. the money that you're planned for your long-term equity. So let's say you had apportioned equity towards a long-term goal. Apportion some part of multi-asset also towards long-term. Goals. Okay. It will okay. help you in case things go bad, things don't go as per plan. Yeah, so that's... make it a important part yeah. of your allocation. I would say at least 20-25% should be in multi-assets. No, that's a great point. How this category can help in, you know, giving client uh, more appropriate solutions for their long-term goals. Thanks, Kavita, yes. again for joining us today. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. If you liked this episode and would like to hear to more such interesting conversations, do log into our channel Why Not Mint Money on Spotify, where you'd always find me omnipresent. Also, if you have any new ideas or suggestions, you can DM me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at the rate Jash Kriplani. That is J A S H K R I P L A N I. You can always reach out to us over the email. Our email ID is mintmoney at the rate liemint dot com. To stay updated on this podcast. Follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. <laughs>